Hey, Annalie, what are you up to these days? I'm working on a radio feature about the trade in illegal ivory in Hong Kong. Seriously? We've heard all about it. It's happening in Hong Kong. Elephants are being killed for their tusks by the poachers in Africa. It's old news. Why are you working on it again? Because there's a lot more to that story that people don't know. The elephants are so important that we can't lose more of them. There are only less than 470,000 left in Africa, compared to 3 to 5 million 200 years ago. But the elephants are just one species. I guess it'll be okay even if we have less elephants. Many people think so, but that's not the case. How about I play you that interview I did with Cheryl Lowe, who is the senior wildlife crime officer from Worldwide Fund for Nature and an expert on the ivory trade, so she can tell us why it is not okay to have less elephants? Elephants play a very vital role in the ecosystem. They are what we call an umbrella species. Umbrella is, you know, is a huge protection for other species. Many other animals depend on them. They are the largest mammal on land. When they're moving across the forest, they would push down the trees. They would help engineer the landscape so that it could be beneficial to other grazing animals. Uh, so that's one way. And the second way is they eat a lot. And then they produce um, uh, 150 kilograms of duns every day. And that is the treasure to a lot of animals. Uh, some of the animals would find food inside their duns. Some of the animals would even lay eggs in their duns so that the offspring would have a lot of nutrients. A lot of the seeds um, the, the plants, they need to pass through the elephant's digestive system in order to germinate. So it is estimated that at least one-third of the tree species in Central Africa are being spread through elephants, duns, and, and the process. We need to stop what the poachers are doing to the elephants or we risk losing so many more species. I guess removing their tusks doesn't necessarily mean the elephants will die. There's no chance they could survive if we did that. Let me play you some more of the interview. In order to get their tusks, because it is connected into the elephant's head, embedded very deeply into its skull and connected to its skull, at least one third of the tusks is inside their heads. There's no way to keep the elephants alive because they have to basically cut open an elephant's head. And there are times that even the trunk would fall off and, and their entire face is cut off. So there are times that the elephants may still be alive or for, alive for some time even after the extraction. These African poachers are poor. They don't have the power to take down all the elephants. They may not have that much money, but some of them are connected to powerful organizations. When they operate a large-scale killing, they have very advanced weapons, such as they have helicopters, they have machine guns, um, they trace the animal down and it is a that we call it's a, like a global syndicate that is operating these kind of trade. So there's a lot of organized trade in in the system. Uh, but at the same time, we have also heard a lot of reports that uh, local African uh, rebel groups or militia are also involved in the trade. Uh, for example, the Lord's Resistance Army, um, such as Boko Haram, and they are also using ivory as one of the ways to finance their their illegal um, activities. Do you know that Hong Kong is the world's largest ivory retail market? We're basically providing a platform for many Chinese tourists to indirectly finance criminal syndicates and speed up the extinction of such a majestic species. But then I'm sure the Hong Kong government has enacted regulation to keep things under control. Well, there is an international treaty named the Convention on International Trade in Endangered Species of Wild Fauna and Flora, CITES 
that banned the international trade of ivory. But critics say that the regulations in Hong Kong are not stringent enough, so some traders are still able to smuggle illegal ivory into the market. In 1989, CITES have banned international trade of ivory. So the rationale behind CITES was every market would absorb all their remaining stocks and then the trade would be ended once and for all. So that's the so-called legal ivory is what was kept be before 1989. Hong Kong traders are claiming that their ivory are legal because they're still extracting ivory from a stockpile that was stored up 26 years ago. But one figure is absolute. It's a slaughter of elephants. Every year there are over 30,000 elephants being killed. and when you study the smuggling route and it is all coming towards Asia, there must be some trade going on and that's why we think that the legal ivory, the so-called legal ivory trade has been acted as a front to allow the illegal ivory to be, um, to be penetrated into the market. The Hong Kong government relies only on self-reporting from the traders to keep track of the size of the remaining legal ivory stockpile. The government does not keep track of any transaction records of ivory products. And it's argued that we simply do not have effective inspection at the borders. These loopholes in the system allow the illegal ivory trade to continue. There are two kinds of border. One is the ivory is actually transiting through Hong Kong. The second is they are imported or smuggled into Hong Kong, uh, sold on the market, and then smuggled outside of Hong Kong. If it is uh, a transit government, in fact, they can check only about 1% of the cargo passing through Hong Kong. We, we understand that a lot of these cases, they are in fact, they rely on tip off or they rely on intelligence in order to confiscate. So it's actually very difficult. I mean, customs are doing a, a great job, but it is very difficult to check so many tonnage of cargoes passing through the city. I seem to have convinced my friend that there is so much more about ivory trade that we don't know. She even told me that she's going to go onto WWF's webpage to read their report on ivory trade in Hong Kong and the next report on possible legislative actions to stop ivory trade that is coming out at the end of June. But as I sat there, I couldn't help but feel empty and powerless. Because there's only so little what Cheryl, my friend, and I can do without the support from the people of Hong Kong. 30,000 elephants are brutally slaughtered each year. In only 15 years, they will be extinct. But you and I, together, we can change that.